Hey, Brooke. Hello. It's so good to be back with Frequency 500, isn't it? We're excited to be here. Oh, I've been waiting to come back for two weeks. I know. (laughs) I know. And just to remind everybody, Frequency 500 is on a mission to inspire a movement of getting people, millions of people to want to raise their vibration and thereby contribute to raising the vibration, the average of the planet. So that's what we're talking about here today. And uh, I'm Lynn Schusler-Williams. And I'm Brooke Haynes. And, and, you know, we're here just to chat it up. And, you know, this is episode three, Brooke, and we are going to talk today. We've been talking a lot around this idea of coming alive, right? And I always go back to that old Howard Thurman quote, um, don't ask what the world needs and do that. Ask what makes you come alive and go do that because what the world needs is more people who've come alive. But we were having a conversation about that recently and we were kind of like, wonder if people know what that means. So yeah, right? right. So let's talk a little bit. Let's just start off by talking about what do we mean when we say come alive? Mm. Yeah. So for me, it means when I am lined up in an all-knowing. I feel great and I feel like I know I know I can conquer that what I want can happen, that I feel a sense of freedom and ease. Um, and 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 I feel like I know that whatever I touch next is gonna be is gonna serve me, it's serving. And during these moments, I'm really uh detached from expectations. I'm detached from the way other people might view me. Um, and, and at the same time, looking at things from the eyes of source, and meaning I see so much love and so much beauty in, in these times when I feel really alive. And you know, I've seen you do that even when it isn't easy, like even when the rest of the world would say to you, like there's a good reason for you to be mad at that person, or there's a good reason for you to judge that person, or their behavior is this or that, right? Where the rest of the world would have judgment. I've seen you approach a situation with love and 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 you said a word in there that I want to come back to because I think it's the key to this aliveness thing. And it's you said feeling, it's the feeling mm-hmm. tone of what you just described right? I bet everybody listening has had that kind of experience of just feeling like, yes, hell yes, right? It's just a big yes feeling. And and that's what we're talking about. Yeah. I love that. So Brooke, do you have a an example from your life that you could share? Because I think it really helps people to just hear a story of like, what are we talking about here? What's a coming alive moment? First of all, I don't know if it picked up on the recording, but I just whistled. And I'm thinking it's yeah. the first time I've ever whistled in my life. So I'm like, I did it, I did it, I whistled. I am alive. Anyway. <laughs> it can make you whistle, even when you didn't you know whistle. you could. <laughs> Superpowers. Um, so, yeah, there's been a lot of times. And the longest running time, I'm going to start with that one. And then I'm going to t- tell you about something that just happened to me recently was um, this may be triggering for some re- people, but was during COVID the first tw- the, the first year of COVID. Um, I really felt 
very alive because everything I'd ever pictured and imagined was kind of happening, not on the bad side, but on like, this is how we recreate and let people step into their passions is we're going to dissemble things, right? We're going to break the structures down. We're just going to knock them out. We're not going to try to slowly shift them anymore. We're just going to start all over. And we gave the world two weeks and I'm pretty confident unless you were experiencing the illness yourself, that during those two weeks when everything just froze, many people just that you felt the energy of the world that just like, and, and so we, and so that was a time where I, I, I felt alive for a very, for, I, I rode that momentum for like two years. Um, and then recent, and then I kind of 2022 was still different for me. <laughs> okay. Just a whole different experience. I guess I got bored. And then, uh, and then recently something really just prodded me to make me have this alive feeling. And it was the best feeling I'd had in a really long time. And, um, and do you want to hear what it was? Yeah, I want to hear not only what it was, but what you think got you, like what, how it came up for you. Like, was there, I know the answer to this, like it, was it the result of a plan or was uh, it a result mm-mm. of a, right? So give us that too. Okay. So actually I had, um, in one of the communities I'm in, there was a rumor that we were going to be meeting up and having some live events in March. And I knew I did never felt like I could make it till March because all my old stories were there. I have a seven-year-old son. I've been saying, I have an infant. I have a toddler. I have a four-year-old. I have a six-year-old. I, have a, I can't travel. I can't do what I want to do, you know? Um, and then also um, the dynamics in my current relationship don't usually um nurture traveling or leaving often. Um, And so that I had even told a friend, I'm so glad that that got pushed off because I didn't want to have to miss it. And I was done and all pressure was gone. Right. And then I let it go. I let it go. I totally let it go. And then I got a, 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 a message from someone that um, was like, hey, you want to be, why don't you be there? Be there, be there. And I was like, okay, I'll be there. And this was in uh, Amsterdam. It's Amsterdam. It's a $1,500 ticket. Um, I can do it in four days. But there was something in this moment, Lynn, that I was like, the ho- my whole world started spinning. And I was like, I can do, I can't not go. I don't want to not go. Oh, this is how Brooke steps into her power. This is how the relationship works or it doesn't. If You know, can, can we be in a relationship? Because this is what I've been wanting out of my career. Because I have clients on the West Coast that want me to come do workshops. And I knew that 2020 was going to be, or 2023 was going to be some traveling. And so this was all of a sudden, all the visions were like, this is what I want. This is what I've been saying I want. And I will do it and feel good about it. I have my son can be taken care of if my relationship can either support it or not. And I'm okay either way, but I'm there. Consider it done. I am there. And when I had that feeling and I, I felt, I had a sense of knowingness about the, the, uh, my responsibility of how I felt, my responsibility of living life to its fullest. Like um, my responsibility of setting my own boundaries, 
all of that just came like a flash and it felt so, so good. And um, Mm. it still feels good, right? I can tell. (laughs) Yes. And coming out of the ether of it, I call it the ether, under the ether. Back in the sales days, they used to say, you only have a client for like 24 hours up to 72 and they're out of your ether, you know? (laughs) Like they're no longer influenced by you, but coming out of the the third day out of that, um, there's been having to be some reminders, but I can easily step back into it because it just happened and it represents so much in my life. And that's what I call stepping, dialing into the feeling tone of something, right? Mm -hmm. And that is how we over and over and over come back to the things that lit us up, the things that made us come alive, right? Is this conscious intent of dialing into the feeling tone and remembering, like just giving yourself uh, the permission and the intention that I am going to remember this feeling. I'm going to like set something that makes me hold on to this feeling so that, you know, because we all have times, like you said, 2022 was a different kind of year, right? We all have stuff that comes up in life, right? Um, I'll never forget one time I was getting ready to start a new job and, um, I, I found out I was pregnant like three days before I was starting this brand new job. Luckily it was a brand new job for a really forward thinking bunch of people. And the, when I went to tell the boss, uh, that I was, I'll see you on Monday and oh yeah, by the way, nine months from now, I'm going to need a little time off. the boss said, just laughed and said, you know, life happens while you're making other plans. So, so that happens to all of us, right? Thing, unexpected things happen, but we can have an intention of holding a feeling tone. As mama used to say, holding the perfect thought, right? Is holding that feeling tone of when we came alive. Um, I love that idea. And you know, when I, I love, I'm a, I'm an excited person. I'm easily excitable and I love yes. feeling excited. Yes. Um, and the difference now that it's so fresh with me of this moment and being excited was it wasn't like I'm excited and I'm going to talk really fast. I'm going to do these really things. Of course I did that a little bit, but it wasn't from here. <laughs> it was in my core and it wasn't yeah. a, an emotion that was a response. It was a feeling that I was living inside. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and so it was really good for me um, to, to feel that again, because um, sometimes when it's been a, like, I feel like I'm alive in a lot of things I do. Like I love our Unleash Your Unstoppable. I feel alive in that. Mm-hmm. This one had so much particular impact, like this situation and this particular incident was had so much impact on how I was not living, right? I wasn't doing my traveling. I was allowing myself to make excuses. And and I was allowing a lot of things to, I was just pushing them under the rug. So this one was, was real obvious and it was that much more magnified. And when I felt that feeling tone, now talk about borrowing it, like you said, I can, I can, can I can keep it going again, right? Right, right, that right, right. Right. I had an experience this morning, Brooke. I was, um, I had a couple of people connect with me on social media and we had a bunch of people in common 
one of them was a woman who lives in the same town I do. We had like 60 people in common. I went and looked at who they were and they were awesome people. I was like, oh my gosh, I love it when I get another person in this crowd, right? It was so cool. And so I wrote, I accepted her request to connect and I wrote her a little note that just said that, exactly that, right? And um, I noticed when I went to see who she was that she had a business and and probably there's some stuff she and I could connect on around in business, right? But I didn't go there at all. I wrote her this really nice note. I told her how much I love the people we have in common and I'll, I'll be interested to see the stuff she posts and happy to support her however I can. And that was it, right? There was no let's talk, or there was no, like, there was no, and I'm a sales coach, right? (laughs) So there was no pitch. There was no, right, go look at my stuff. No, there was no call to action, right? (laughs) Exactly. And it felt so good to show up just to serve another human being with connection, right? Mm. Just to, it was like juicy. It was wonderful. It was And it was that alive feeling. And I think that comes around to um, this idea that when our organizing principle, when our intention is about serving the greater good, seeing the love in other people, like you talked about, you know, um, all of that, then it just gets so easy to dial into the feeling tone, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're you're just showing up as you and and saying how how can I serve right? Um, and I it's partic- funny. I, I've been watching this show on Netflix called New Amsterdam. It's a hospital show, and the the guy says, "How can I help? How can I help?" Like that's the thing that for however many seasons people are still saying, "How can I help?" And I just want you know, how can we help? In frequency five hundred is like. Like feel the feeling tone for yourself, like have an intention to serve and to show up and to see the love and be the love. And whoo, it's just good stuff. Ooh, 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 ooh. There's so many good things in what you just said. Um, <laughs> first of all, talking about New Amsterdam, I, I tapped into that too. And I'm binge watching it at the moment when I go back to my room and everybody's in bed. Um, I usually work anything that I do. My mindless work is what I call it, you know, yeah, I like and then binge watch because I, I like shows where I don't have to watch the screen. Right. So, I don't watch either. <laughs> but what about the, the way they serve and they think so outside the box is something that we all might want to tap into a little bit. Yeah. Um, but back to what you were saying, in the beginning, the connection. I love that example of coming to life because I can very much relate to that. And um, when you connect to someone like that for no other reason than just because you love the people they know. Oh man, is that not a wonderful feeling? And is that not like the connection we're truly talking about? And in frequency 500, when we're talking about getting to the place of love and joy and seeing the eyes from source, right? Seeing in the, from the eyes of source, um, that's it. That's exactly what that's, that's the, that's the core of it is, is just loving that person because you love that person and you don't even know who they are yet. And you love the people that they're around. That's it. And when I had my experience of being excited, when I said, well, if the nature, if a work relationship works or not, because this is going to happen, what happens is I heard myself unfolding in such a pure loving way of serving both him and me 
when I started to do the dialogue that came dialect or dialogue that we might have, yeah, it came from such a beautiful place. And I up leveled the way I thought about my son. He could, this is going to mm. make him, this is going to help him grow. It's going to help him understand. I mean, it was just like so much. The greater of the good was all I could think about yes, about yes. Brooke going to Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah. And that too, right? That's, and, and that's part of the result. Cause when we dial into the, the place of seeing through the eyes of love, right? When we get rid of the stories that are blocking our view, right? Then the results come like, oh, yeah. And this thing that you had released this as much as you would love to go on this trip, you had you had released attachment to it and it just came flooding in in this way you couldn't have even imagined. That's such a beautiful part of the story. You know, the other the other story I can't help but but mention uh, for me that happened recently was the creation of Frequency 500. Because as we've said before, we were planning something else. We were planning a podcast, but it was not this one. And, you know, um, it's a great example of like, we were doing the things that we needed, that we knew to do to create a podcast. Like we were checking the list. We were doing this stuff. We were walking on, we were walking our talk and doing our stuff, but we weren't, coming alive around it yet. And it was the day that we realized that it was this, this container, this mission, this movement of helping the world raise the average of, you know, all of that, that both of us just lit up. And there was never a second of like, we totally released everything from before. We totally just lovingly went, oh, that's not it. It's this, right? And and it's it's also, you know, the little things we do is the other thing I want to say, right? It's the little things like connecting with one other human being, right? Mm. It's just, so it, it might be a mission, a big mission, or it might be smiling at someone that you pass on the street that you don't even know. It might be... Um, you know, petting a kitten. <laughs> it's not about becoming the biggest and the best or whatever. It's about becoming the best you. Mm. And, you know, um, I'll just remind people, I had a mentor, um, the Dr. Gary Simmons, who said, I quoted him in my book, and he said that the people we admire and the people that we look up to are mirrors to our own magnificence. So if we can remember that the people we see along the way who give us the opportunities to step into love, whether they're challenging us or whether they're, you know, somebody you meet on the street that could or couldn't be threatening or whatever, right? Whatever it is, if we can see in everyone a mirror to our own love, if we can see in every situation that there's some good in it and just this idea of show up as our best selves, right? Mm. Um, and maybe that's a whole nother podcast of what we mean by show up as our best selves. But I think it's um, it's just worth it for me. It's just worth it, Brooke. It's so like you, so worth it. It's all, it is worth it. This, everything is worth it. And not too light up about 
everything you're you're saying when it comes to the podcast and Frequency 500 story. But I'm curious, the quote you just gave and you put in your book, um, who who's, who comes to mind for you? And give me an example of someone that comes to mind for you that you've admired about them, regardless if you've ever thought that you mirror them or not. Right. So um, people who... All the, I mean, there are hundreds and hundreds and if not thousands of them, all the people who have a message to the world, who've gotten it out in some big way, right? Um, Carolyn Mace, Maria Namath, um, Oprah, of course, (laughs) Um, right? People who are showing up to the world, delivering messages that change how people think and they're Mm. doing it in some bigger way right they're new york times best-selling authors or they're you know whatever it is right um those are the people and you know that's the thing when you look at people you admire or people you look up to one of the one of the tricks of the ego is that you can get jealous, right? You can be like, well, I'm not that good. And the comparison, the competition comes in. And so when you get this clear intention of just raising your frequency, you you can't get mired in that ego stuff. You got to say, um, I'm not here to show up as them. I'm here to show up as the best Lynn I can be to bring the best message I have to bring to do it the best way that's meant for me. And that's what makes me come alive. Right. Absolutely. And that is another whole podcast because yeah. that, we're going to clip that little piece out. We're going to have a whole other podcast on that. <laughs> um, that interesting. Yeah. And I love what I see in that Lynn of you admiring those people that have these big messages and messages and yes. have these big stages is what I'm going to call it. Yes. That's what I see in you. I mean, that is what, who you are to me. You have a mm. uh, message of inclusion, of safety of, for women to come into your community and be who they are. And that's mm. changed the way women network. It's changed the way women do business. It's changed the way women trust each other when they show up on a Zoom of strangers. And um, and you are that. So I definitely see why you are the mirror of those things that you reflect. I mean, that you admire in those in those people. Oh, thank you, Brooke. Mm-hmm. And and for anybody who doesn't know what Brooke, Brooke just did for me was something she and I call and others call amplification, right? So she took what I said and amplified it back for me. She was that mirror for the brilliance or magnificence that she saw in me. And that is a beautiful thing. And a whole nother podcast will be how we accept amplification uh, and and not deflect it, right? I, I take that in. And honestly, the feeling tone that I could ever be that for you is just this rich, wonderful. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you beautiful. for that so much. You're welcome. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I think we've um, about wrapped this uh, today, but we're so excited you're listening with us. Um, Can I just say that um, today we got an email um, that said we'd had a hundred list over a hundred listeners 
Um, and Brooke and I had a feeling tone around that too. <laughs> We're yes. super excited for anybody and everybody that hears this. Thank you. Yes, um, thank you. Thank you for being there. Thank you for being part of it because we're bringing you in on it and we want to hear your stories too. So you can yeah. go to Frequency500.com and you can submit your stories of when you came alive or maybe even a mentor that you saw. And maybe right now when you're hearing what Lynn is saying about the reflection, what you admire about them, the reflection is in you. Maybe something triggered you. We, we want to see that. We want to hear about those stories. Yeah, so, so we can amplify you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. This was so much fun, Lynn. Thank you. Thank you, Brooke. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.